Amanda and Baron, and we are back again with Kicking Cancer Cares. And our sponsor for this second half is Marianne McNally. She is a residential real estate specialist with Next Home Realty Connection. Uh, so if you're looking to buy a home or sell a home or just not sure where to start, she is definitely your go-to girl. She can be reached at 503-409-4389. And what I love about her is... She doesn't make you feel like there's a silly, stupid question. Yeah. She'll take the time to really talk to you and explain it to you, even if you're not ready yet, just yeah. to get, make sure that you get lined up and you've got every, all your ducks in a row. She's the most easy person to talk to. So again, her number is 503-409-4389. And this show means a lot to her because she's in her second battle with yes. cancer herself. So, so please continue to pray we, for her We as appreciate well. Marianne. Well, for those that are just tuning into this show, you missed a good first half. Yes. Um, but we have a guest on the phone from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Hello, Sarah. Sarah, is, so you're still with us, Sarah? Yes, I oh, am. Oh, good. We didn't lose you. So uh, you grew up in the Salem-Kaiser area. Mm-hmm. You got married. You made the decision to move to Minnesota. Your husband works for the Postal Service. We kind of figured that much out. And it was October of 2022 when you were just having some pretty bad vomiting issues that lasted for 12 days. You go in to get checked, and they call you and give you that horrible news you don't want to hear on the phone that you had neuroendocrine cancer. And then you had to start making some decisions about how to deal with this. Walk us through again why you decided not to deal with it in Minnesota and why you came back to OHSU. Uh, the, the biggest reason is financially, I, did, I didn't have Minnesota health insurance. I hadn't gotten to that part in actually getting settled into Minnesota and moving. I hadn't gotten that far yet. And so I still had my health insurance through my mother, and I still had OHP uh, insurance through Oregon. So I had to go back to Oregon, go through OHSU for my because of finances. Okay. So you flew back here to Oregon, was it uh, like December of 2022? Yep, it was Christmas Day. I flew back to December. I was visiting family. I had my daughter with me. We were spending our Christmas break out there just seeing everybody. Um, I had already been out there once a week before to establish my oncology, my surgical oncologist, as well as my oncologist. Fantastic people. I don't think I could have asked for better people to be taking care of me, especially at OHSU. So how so, did, how did they attack this cancer? Um, one of the things that we've mentioned before, Sarah, is that traditional Western medicine is that you cut the cancer out. In other words, you get rid- you cut the tumor out. You burn the mm-hmm. tumor out with radiation or you poison the tumor out with chemotherapy. How did they attack your cancer? Yep. We talked about many options. This uh, We're in January now at this point talking to my doctors and talking to the surgeon because that was one of, that was going to be something we do is to surgically remove it. But due to the location of it, we wanted to be careful because it is, it was attached to the back of the pancreas. And um, we talked about options. Radiation was not really an option for that one. 
but because of how chemo has actually evolved and things, I was able to do pills. They suggested we do chemo pills. I had two different pills that I took. Um, so it was like you start one week where you're taking one of the, the pills and then the next the two weeks of pills and then two weeks of no medication where you're letting the chemo actually run its course and go through your body. So first week I start one pill. The second week I start taking the other pill in the afternoon. And then the two weeks after that, there's no medication and just letting it go and see what happens there. Did the pills make you sick at all? Um, yeah, it, it did. It messed with me pretty good. Um, the first pill I was taking just caused this awful chest and back pain. I was not as nauseous while taking them. I, I was more nauseous before I took them. Wow. So, yeah. so you're like, I'll yeah. take the lesser of the two evils. <laughs> yeah, right. It, it was just, it was just, uh, again, it's poison. You're putting poison yeah. in your body to try and combat the bad cells. But in the, in the battle, you are att- attacking the good cells as well. Yeah. Well, so, and the, the other thing that if, if the listeners are, if they're listening to you and they're paying attention to the timeline, this was January 2023. That's one year ago. Mm-hmm. You're yep. going. You're going through all of what we're talking about. One very year, recently. Very recently, one year ago. Uh, and and yeah. you, you mentioned you were taking two different chemo pills, with the objective mm-hmm. to shrink the tumor. Right. The the objective of the chemo yeah. pills was to shrink the tumor. Yes. And if 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 I remember right, because you and I had talked ahead of time, it was about May of last year when they felt like the tumor was shrunk enough that they could do something about it, correct? Well, it did it shrunk, but it did not shrink enough, but because I turned 26 in May, my insurance was gone at the end of the month. So, if I was going to have surgery, I needed to have done it get it done as soon as I can so everything was still covered. So, you kind of even though you might have been able to wait a little bit longer to get it shrunk more, on May the 19th of last year, you went in for surgery because if you waited longer, you would have turned 26 and lost the insurance. Exactly. How awful you have to work against time like that with you, when it comes yeah. to your health. Well, we, we, had a, we had a guest on the show sometime back, Sarah, and she actually called in from Sardinia, Italy, and in a, a similar situation to you, she had come back to visit friends and family in Seattle. She wasn't from Italy. She had moved there. And while in mm-hmm. Seattle, she she thought that there might be breast cancer. She goes back to Italy. Sure enough, it is breast cancer. And all of her friends were saying, you got to come back to the United States. You can't let Italy deal with this. And she goes, I have no insurance in the United States. Italy has mm-hmm. uh, a pretty good socialized medicine program where she was actually able to get it taken care of for like 300 euros, which is about $500. But you were in a place where you had to make decisions quicker than you would have liked Yeah. because if you'd have waited, zero insurance. Yep. So how did surgery go? So we fast forward. I did two months of chemo. It did not shrink like, we, uh, at least from what I was hoping, it did not shrink as much. And they're like, oh, we can try 
for a couple more months of chemo, and I told him, no, I am exhausted mentally, emotionally, physically. I am exhausted. Let's set a date for surgery because I cannot do this anymore. And my folks were trying to say, hey, let's just weigh our options. I'm like, no, at this point, I got no more options. Mm -hmm. I will not be able to afford it otherwise. Yeah. So we went ahead. We scheduled the date. We talked to the surgeon. He told me all of the pros and cons and the possibilities of if it's worse, this is the type of procedure we will have to do. And if we have to do that procedure, then the heal time is going to be longer. And of course, I have anxiety. That didn't help anything. I was just a mess. Well, if I you, am if so you're... grateful for my parents, though, because they were there for everything. Yeah. No, that the support is... system is, it means the world. Well, you said something yeah. earlier, and it's just so critical for those that follow us. It's kicking-cancer.org. That's our website. And we have five core values, and one of those core values is support. You need mm-hmm. support. Have to and have And here you sit, yeah. growing up in Kaiser, but, you know, you and your husband moved to Minnesota, so you're you're away from your support, at least from the, your support. I'm sure his father's in Minnesota, but your sister, your parents were there for you, even if it was on the phone and through text and your mom was ready to jump on a plane yeah. and head out there right? and and then yeah. you come back here and so your support system is close to you yeah. um and and if you already deal with anxiety issues to begin with this is not helping those anxiety oh gosh i can imagine help at all no well it 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 when when did you feel comfortable enough to head back to minnesota um so surgery, May 19th, in the hospital for six days, discharged, everything looked great there, had my follow-up appointments in June. It was a couple, at least a couple weeks after Doc said everything looks good. Um, I still had to do at least one more phone follow-up visit with him, but... Uh, on the down low, he's like, I can't stop you. You can go wherever you want. So, because I had asked him, I'm like, look, I miss my people. I miss my husband. I miss my kid. Yeah. I need to go home. I'm ready to go back. And, yep. So, so uh, I ended up going back home on the 26th of June, and that was, Four days before my daughter's fifth birthday. Okay, so you made it. Well, and this is I did. <laughs> this is interesting. Amanda and I have always been amazed at how things have lined up on our show more than once. Today is January the twenty seventh. Seven months ago, on the twenty sixth, seven months ago, you went back to Minnesota. This this yep. show is lining up almost oh, exactly wow, yeah. on the day that you flew home seven months ago, and I don't blame you. Like. Like your daughter's going to turn five years old. You want to yeah. give back to your people, <laughs> your daughter. So I want to rewind back to surgery. How, how did it go? Surgery went fantastic. Oh, that's Everything went well. We did not have to do the more extensive procedure. So I did not have to worry about recovery being longer. And my surgeon was able to get everything. Wow. And Is it, it was, it was a, 
decent sized tumor as we kept describing it it was the size of a lemon oh my oh, god wow. an average size lemon that's yes. huge so yeah <laughs> yes it is we're like oh this is hanging out it's just kind of there wow so so my son he uh had surgery and he got part of his pancreas removed and his duodenum completely died off during surgery because it was separated from the pancreas for so long. So that's why Mm -hmm. I was so curious how your surgery went because the complications of those things going wrong is really big. My son's on a few different medications that he'll be on for the rest of his life to compensate for those, um, the duodenum in in particular. Yeah. Yeah, it just, so then yeah. you got home and it have you, sorry, no, you're okay. So you got home, you had your daughter's fifth birthday. How are you feeling? Is everything feeling back to normal? Yeah. As, as normal as it can be. Right. Cause honestly you get told you have cancer, you have the cancer removed. I had a, um, I, Because of the type of cancer I have, I have to go to Mayo Clinic out here in Rochester, Minnesota, because of the rarity of the cancer. I need specialists, and that is the best team out there. My surgeon at OHSU got me a referral over there and has a buddy who works at the Mayo Clinic in Rochester. So when I, in September, I went out there just for a check get established with them and had a scan and blood work and everything looks great. My next scan is February 14th. Okay. And then I meet with my doctor on the 19th. So only a couple weeks away. Yes. Okay. So, but at this point, everything is good. I feel good. I am glad to be home. Yeah. I'll bet but you are. Sadly, it's one of those things is it's always going to be at the back of my mind. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. There, there we've had we've had several guests, and and none of those guests talked to the other one. This was these were all independent comments, but all of them said mm-hmm. once you get cancer, everything kind of triggers. If I have a pain in my head, yeah. you know, my my sister, for example, Sarah, my sister and I co-founded Cancer, and she had battled through her breast cancer. Everything was looking great. It came back, so she's dealing with it again, and then she had this unusual pain in her head. Now, hers Mm -hmm. was metastatic, so she's thinking, did it get to my brain? Yeah. She goes in for a scan. It wasn't in her brain, but just like you, here you are, 26 years old. You've already dealt with a lemon-sized tumor. Yeah. And it's just going to be that nagging thought, is is it back? Yeah. Especially since Mm -hmm. it's in the endocrine system, which is not a good place to be. No. It'll probably dictate a lot of your life without you probably even realizing it too. You know, what you yep. eat, what you do, it's just it, the word cancer will be in the back of your head circulating with every day, every ac- everyday actions. Well, one thing I want to yep. bring to people's attention, and by the way, Sarah, thank you for, you know, being transparent and, and vulnerable and telling yeah, that story. There's a lot to that story. Uh, this is not a common cancer. In fact, less than 1% of the entire United States. This is a very rare cancer. Really? This is, and this yep. is funny. Uh, Sarah and I were talking about this. Most cancers, they have a ribbon and the ribbon has a color. So if you get 
bone cancer, you have a yellow ribbon. If you get brain cancer, you have a gray ribbon. And, and I'm just going to quiz Amanda because I know she doesn't know the answer. <laughs> Guess what color the ribbon is for neuroendocrine cancer? It's called zebra stripe. Oh. And if if you look up zebras, a f- there's a few rare zebras that will have vertical stripes mm-hmm. versus horizontal stripes. And there's a couple of them that will actually have both. Okay. Like the body will be horizontal and the hips will be vertical. Okay. And that's a very rare. So that's why this cancer's color is zebra stripe. Okay. It's black and white. I love it. Well, you don't know this until right now, Sarah, but we have a store here in Kaiser where you grew up. Um, we do beanies, and we did camel beanies. The National Guards are big supporters of us. And, and I did mm-hmm. a black, gray, and white digital print camel beanie that should be at your house today. That's awesome. That, that is as close as I could get to a zebra stripe yeah. for you. <laughs> That's awesome. I appreciate you trying. <laughs> yeah. Well, I figure it's a little cold in Minnesota, so beanies might be popular, and it's as close as I can get. That's awesome. You're so sweet, Darren. <laughs> um, is there some more about your story you'd like to share? There's one more thing that we do on the show, but I don't want to cut off if there's some more stuff that you'd like to share about your story, Sarah. Um, no. The biggest thing, I, I can't explain how big my support system was. I have family in Oregon. I have family in Washington. I have family in Nevada. I have my in-laws out here in Minnesota. And I got family, I got family friends down in Arizona. So I had a huge network of people praying for me, sending good vibes and just uh, being there for me, listening and saying, hey, let me know if I can help in any way. Well, I hope that your story, because this, this show has a pretty good reach now, I mm-hmm. hope that your story has inspired one other person out there. Absolutely. Oh, thank you for sharing your story, Sarah. Of course. Um, for our listeners, well, Amanda's getting a little choked up here. We're <laughs> going to shift gears. Um so for the listeners, we've been following this little timeline of kicking cancer, and in that timeline, it's now early of 2021, and we were we had battled through the bulk of COVID. All of the fundraising ideas were just not happening because of COVID protocol rules, right. and I just we just needed to get some money in the bank. I mean, there was just bills that still had to get paid, and I sat down with this amazing guy named Mike Sublet, <laughs> and I said, Mike. Can, can we think outside the box? Mike is an outside the box thinker. I said, can we think outside the box on a way to create a fundraiser? And so what we did is we picked a Tuesday. It was actually February the 25th, 2021. And the Oddmos is about a block from this station on Lancaster. It was a Tuesday, which is typically a slower day. It was a way to try to get some people to come buy pizzas. Right. But he said, I will give you 20% of everything that I sell on that one day alone. Oh, wow. <laughs> and we did a pop-up tent in front of the store. And we had some fun things that were given away as prizes. And then, because Mike's awesome, he then went to the other three here in town. Okay. So each Tuesday from there on, we went to Kaiser. We went to South. We went to West Salem. Mm-hmm. Well, we were going to stick right here in Salem, 
But then Mike's partner, whose name is Sam, uh, Sam basically told the stores outside of Salem, you will participate. <laughs> <laughs> and so then we went to Canby. Okay. And then we went to Hillsboro. Mm-hmm. And then we went to Newburgh. And we ended in McMinnville because that's where Mike started this whole business. Okay. The very first Odd Mose was in McMinnville. And the very last fundraiser was in McMinnville. Was in McMinnville. I love it. And the shirt that we have that says join the movement, mm-hmm. well, his, his uniform is a red shirt. Okay. And so the first attempt at that shirt was had odd mose over oregon oh yeah yeah except he authorizes employees to wear that as a uniform okay so they were all wearing the kicking cancer join the movement shirt yeah, as a uniform that's awesome and and then we we began selling shirts at these fundraisers oh okay well this is what's so intriguing is i don't care what your business is if your customers are asking you for something maybe you should figure out how to do it so when i when i started with mike i had pink uh, yellow, blue, I had done green, and I had done orange, because I figured duck and beaver colors. Oh, yeah. And we showed up with Go the ducks. basic colors, right? <laughs> and then we added purple, because purple was a great color. But this lady comes up to me when I was in Kaiser, and she says, well, my husband has brain cancer, and that's gray. Well, in my mind, that's like a boring color. Right. So I hadn't done gray, white, or black. And you're like, oh. But they're asking for it. Yeah. So because of this fundraiser with Mike, we then went ahead and did gray and white and all black. the colors. We did all the colors. We had all nine colors at that point. And then we began selling shirts on a more regular basis because we had all the colors represented. Right. When we had finished with all those fundraisers, and again, the first one was on February the 25th, when we finished all of them, because of Mike's donations from the restaurants and the sale of shirts, we raised almost $10,000. No way. Yeah. Wow. We, selling shirts, and then each of the restaurants would cut us a check for 20%. And that was a time when we just needed to get some money in the bank to right. pay the basic bills. Mm-hmm. So Mike has really been there for us so many times. Oh, yeah. And, and for him, it was a win because we were driving business to the restaurant. Right. The restaurant said, fine, we'll give you 20% back. Um, we only did each restaurant once. We didn't keep doing it over and over again. Um, but it was always odd mo's and it was always getting cancer, and it's been that way for three years now. Just a little yin and yang vibe. Yep. I Mike. love it. Uh, and now, because of Mike, this will start next month. There's that four-way collaboration we're talking about with oh, the yeah. beer. Mm-hmm. Jason Conrad with the basketball team is going to have a kickoff party, and he's going to have it at Matt Miller's Barbecue. Yes. And they will they will launch those beers. So you can come in next month, and you can get the the lager and the J for J IPA. Okay. Which will be canned with Oddbo's logo, the the Sandy and Brewing logo, the Capitals logo, and support of King Cancer. I love it. It's a four way collaboration can of beer. That's awesome. That's <laughs> so we're really keeping awesome. cancer in the can. I love it. Can in the can. <laughs> Well, in in honor of Sarah being on the show, here's my offer from our store. The next person that emails Amanda at... Amanda at kslm.news. Just email Amanda, tell her that you listened to the show, you appreciated Sarah's story, and I will give you a free beanie the same as I gave Sarah. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm going to give you that black and white beanie free. Just all you got to do is just email Amanda. Okay. Amanda at kslm.news. 
news. So, well, again, Sarah, thank you for calling in. Hopefully it stays somewhat warm and we will look forward to hearing uh, updates that you are cancer free. Yes. Thank you guys so much for letting me share. You are so welcome. Yes. If we could get an update of your scans and then we can let our listeners know. You bet. Just, um, just text or email either way, Sarah, your updates and we'll let the listeners know your updates. Do you know about how long it'll take after the 14th for you to get your results? Um, it should be pretty quick. I meet with the doctor on the 19th oh, that's to go right. over everything. That's right. So. Okay. Well, you will be in our prayers. Listeners, I ask that you guys please pray for Sarah and that it's good results on her scan on February the 14th. All right. And with that, our sponsor for this first, or sorry, the second half is Marianne McNally. She is a residential real estate specialist with Next Home Realty Connection. So if you're looking to buy a home or sell a home, she's definitely your go-to. Her number is 503-409-4389. And we'll be back next week. As As the the movement movement continues. continues.